Podlita. Working models who are working. Captions crunch. Podlita. Conspiracy theory. Top model math. Podlita. That's not very elegant. Hey, and welcome to Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm Alexander Price, and we arrived back at Wilhelmina, and we're kind of concerned. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and it doesn't feel comfortable, but it looks bitchin'. And I'm Jada B. Crump, and it's not the kind of shoe I'd like to see near the collection. <laughs> and we're, of course, talking about Le Cycle 13, <laughs> <laughs> Episode 7. Petite Ninja Warriors, or as I like to call it, the girl who respects the speed limit. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. Thank mm-hmm. you. Usually you go very, I love them, but you go very like metacontextual, S- but that feels like one that like they would call it. Yeah, my backup one was the girl who loves what a harness does for her hips. <laughs> <laughs> And if you love what a harness can do to our hips, you can pay for one. See, I was going to go right for if you love what we can do for your hips. (laughs) Smarter, quicker, faster. But either way, you can go to anchor.fm slash pod lead them. Sponsor our harnesses. I want to get in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that harness. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Although I will say white button down shirt, leather harness over top, chic, gay fashion, want to wear it to a wedding. But if you go to anchor.fm slash podleadum, you can become a sponsor, monthly sponsor that helps us pay for stuff that uh, I don't even need to list, I feel like. <laughs> Just so many <laughs> no, great hey, know. They, Yeah, they know. I list it every single time. We have two new sponsors because y'all are coming in hot. We have a Claire. Hmm. Not a Claire, me, a Claire. Claire. <laughs> and a William, which is always important to me because as some of you have emailed and asked, the W in JW stands for William. It is my middle name. So I love a William. I love it. If a new listener gets to cycle 13, they get this little bonus knowledge unlocked. Yeah, a little people. It's the first thing people ask me. And let me, let me tell you right now, I am happy to say what it stands for. It's just family names. I'm not a junior, but it's, you know, in the family name. And then I hate when people ask if they can call me something else besides JW because that's not how names work. (laughs) (laughs) So just like Claire and William, you can go to anchor.fm slash podletum or just click it in the show notes. Easy peasy, beautiful podletum, (laughs) letum pod. This previously on was nothing. Yeah. So previously on did become a woo girl itself because (laughs) it just is editing in the woos. (laughs) Woo! But this opening shot of green light. Start the episode off with a ding and a what? <laughs> green light, ding, what? <laughs> it actually oh, is this foreshadowing for what they have to do later with the green light go. Ooh. Oh! Can you imagine if one editor really let this episode be their artistic, like all tour moment? Au revoir. Like I'm gonna give. I'm gonna introduce the gun in the first act so that it can go (laughs) off at the end well this editor also said this show is bullshit because the girls are in the limo it at nine o'clock in the morning saying why didn't we get to see our best photos and y'all i did not realize that the contestants and i should have but i did not realize the contestants were not seeing the other bad photos i didn't either no somewhere i had assumed that they were really seeing 
how poorly they had done the ones who did poorly but nope that was for us and not them seems like it would help them yeah Uh kind of seems like it defeats the point kind of does the adult contemporary back around music as we head back to the house also speaking of defeating things nicole's ponytail (laughs) is defeating the green screen in her confessionals (laughs) i've i've usually thought that for all they have to use them for in these confessional shots the green screen is done pretty well yeah sure they can't get around her red hair for some reason there is so maybe it's the green screen colorblind like tyra (laughs) (laughs) it's like my dad it can't tell red and green apart maybe they're actually in front of a red screen (laughs) is that ostrich in the front hallway new slash ashley yeah yes ashley Mm -hmm. that's ashley she's a dancer just like an elegant ostrich (laughs) with the legs (laughs) (laughs) in this disgusting bedroom this might be the grossest bedroom we've ever seen on Top Model. Where the it's just an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Fruit roll-ups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't know if I, I can't remember if I've said this already, but when Nicole said that she needed to work on making her personality known, I responded, is Nicole Petite Molly Sue? Oh. Oh. A redhead with a monotone? Yeah. We've had this conversation before, and I'm going to have it again. And it's an easy conversation to have because I know both of you agree with me. Great. Nicole does have a clear personality. And she she is even saying it in an incorrect way where she's like, I have to make my personality known. You have. Mm-hmm. We know what your personality is. Mm-hmm. It's And I really dislike how this show uses the word personality to only mean one type of personality mm-hmm. and probably. i'm saying that as someone who the show would probably tip- typify as someone who like did have this personality right. and it's right. still very frustrating because i'm like no this is this is who she is and she's pretty consistent and clear about that it's not dull she's actually you talk about her personality all the time yeah she's clearly memorable absolutely what producer <laughs> asked kara to start up this musical bit. Nope, nope. No. Kara is just a big Sean Patterson fan. <laughs> Poor Rachel. Her ghost haunts whatever <laughs> statue she's in. I'm going to make us some pinto beans. I'm going to eat some collard greens. My boyfriend works on the railroad? <laughs> is that a stereotype? Or is this a story we haven't heard from Laura? I love the idea that it's something that Laura's told Ray in private and she's <laughs> revealing. I think Laura is revealing fake information to these women because in her talking head she's like people see me as a small town girl but i've been out of that small town a whole bunch i'm gonna make them think i'm some bumpkin but really i'm a world traveler here's the thing though i love the thought of laura playing the other girls and i do think that she's doing that to a certain extent but we will also see her be stymied by a parking meter shortly sure 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 So there is a balance here. Oh, Hannah, I fucking vomited in my mouth because of that. <laughs> Give me a fucking second. <laughs> I know I know. we said Ashley is the ostrich in the hallway. Are these horse lantern statues new? No. By the jacuzzi? Wait, we, I don't know if we've, we've identified every single thing that we got. So horse lantern could be someone that we just didn't get. Who got it? Who got? Oh, those are Courtney. She got eliminated during the horse thing. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 
and they're to light the way in case you're walking poorly. Just like <laughs> Courtney. Uh, okay. I do want to say two things about the Laura accent thing. One, Ray's impression, not inaccurate. Kind of no. much. Yep. And two, the nerve of Sunday to call out a weird voice. We get a lot of people having a uh-huh. lot of nerve to call out things that they themselves represent. Yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> and she even does it with her accent and intonation thicker than normal. I just don't know. It's just like it's this so funny base. to me. It's uh-huh. so funny to me. Me, Laura, not Sunday <laughs> at all. <laughs> so funny. Tyra Vault. It got fixed. It's clean now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How driven are you? We'll find out tomorrow. And then Lauren going, it's bumper cars. Because why wouldn't you think that? Yeah. It's right there. We have the footage. <laughs> and then Ray goes, oh my God, this Tyra mail must have a hidden meaning. Good job, Ray. <laughs> it's that mom brain. I think Ray's the first unsuccessful narrator we've ever had. <laughs> She's, she, it's not her skill. Really wants the job, but Who she's fired. Just... Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, right. We don't see anything of Jennifer anymore. We do, we've actually gotten a, a real. Um... Ever since she's become friends with Kara, we don't see Jennifer. Yeah. Honestly, though, I wonder if they have to edit out Jennifer to keep us <laughs> on her side. Well, not in this conversation. I don't think she's present in this she bedroom gossip bitch and stitch. <laughs> This grouping. It makes sense. It is a, a quartet, I believe, that you we haven't seen before, but the individuals. But Kara said that she doesn't fit with anyone in this house. They're not her kind of people. She heard them saying bad things about Radical. Nicole from across the house and ran in. Yeah. Like Bianca to a Tyra male. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, complaining about Nicole is Kara's Tyra male. They want to vote Nicole off the island. I do not like when Ray tries to justify her meanness by being like, no, 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 there's something wrong with Nicole. She has a lack of feeling and a lack of well, soul. Ray said gingers have no souls. <laughs> it's, yeah. I. I kind if you of don't like ex- someone, just don't like them. Don't, don't like be like, them. no, there's something, they have no soul. And hey, Y'all predicted it. I was, I said last episode that I didn't think that it was actually mean girl traits, but y'all were right. And when you pull away the Midwestern politeness, she's actually saying meaner things than anyone uh-huh. said, really. Because mm-hmm. she's kind of attacking, attacking who she is as a person. person. Yeah. When Kara says that Nicole has the social graces of a fetus. What a weird, weird thing to say. Sunday thinks fetuses are hilarious. I'm sorry, that's hilarious. It's just not... I'm sorry, that's hilarious. It's such a weird thing to land on as an exemplar of lack of social graces. Uh. And from someone who later in this episode will say very flatly, I'm not good with new people. To have Erin... Judging other people's social, social skills. skills. Her baseline for what normal social skills is wildly skewed. <laughs> you punch them when you're racing. <laughs> and then you cry later about that. And friendship. you pump those eyebrows. <laughs> my, my impression of all of them has become what I drew to try to masculine up my voice. And it doesn't... <laughs> 
<laughs> it does become like one super impression. <laughs> it doesn't relate to how any of them sound. I have found a weird middle ground where I'm doing no impression. And oh, impression. <laughs> I'm here for it. Woo! So they arrive at Wilhelmina and like us, Nicole is concerned. Can I say though, before we have to talk about John Patterson and a little bit more fun, Lauren, that sure. I like this in general that we are doing ghosties that are varied and seem kind of plausible. And I think the variety, whether there is some cheapness to some or not, makes them interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. And I realized, oh, we so rarely get to see ghosties in an American city where there's no shenanigans of just, I can't read the signs. Sure. I like it. I do think it's funny that it's clear T-Mobile Sidekick is no longer sponsoring their show. Mm, no, 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 no. Now it's Maps. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Guide was really pissed they missed this branding opportunity. <laughs> so here's another terrible thing about Sean Patterson. Great. So his show, The Agency, was a reality show that was entirely about Wilhelmina models and, quote, the ugly side of the fashion industry <laughs> that America's next top model tries to gloss over and hide, end quote. It includes a model in the first episode telling a model, you're too short, you're way too old, you're nowhere near tall enough, you're old and short, your smile's off, your face is asymmetrical, you want me to keep going? And Sean claims the reason he was fired from Wilhelmina in 2012 was because the CEO kept asking Sean to have female models that represent they represent come to his home and parties, but not the men, only the female models. And Sean said no. But from the interview I read, it sounds like he said yes until the CEO told him to ask Fergie to join him. And that was when he said no. Because remember, they're BFFs. Uh, Lauren is much more fun. Lauren was fun. <laughs> Can I say a great thing about Lauren? Please. Please. Shiohama, right? Am I pronouncing mm -hmm. that correctly? Shiohama. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... She was on Deal or No Deal Ooh. as one of the cases. With Anshul? Well, technically, probably. Um, but I want to read this because it also contains amazing math. And the math and statistics for Deal or No Deal are a whole separate thing that I could scream about forever. So <laughs> Record uh, that bonus episode. I'll listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I won't participate. I will listen. Oh, I will now, not be needed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just will record it. I will add it. nothing to that. <laughs> In 2006, um, she would be on TV screens across the country as one of the few newbies to join the ranks as a briefcase model on Deal or No Deal during the second season. So she was one of the only people to join in the second season anew. She stood beside briefcase eight for seasons two and three and then moved over to briefcase 12 to replace Jill during the show's fourth and final season. Not Jill. Yeah, <laughs> Jill Manis. She was there for a while. In season five, she was replaced by uh, Sarati. I, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that name. So Case 8, which was her main one, right? Mm -hmm. Along with 3 and 17, is the most chosen in the whole series, oh. having been picked yeah. 19 total times. So she was also got just more screen time than normal, but sure. also when you're chosen... You exit. Leave. <laughs> but it, there's this whole, there's some like fan theories about like certain models just make people want to trust them. And like, hmm. so apparently she was like, I thought it would be a numbers thing. Oh, it's a hundred percent actually a numbers thing because yeah. you'll notice three, eight and 17 are all kind of in the middle, but not yeah. the middle number. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but I just I found that fascinating about her. She has 10 credits on IMDb. My favorite one was one episode 
of a TV show I didn't remember called Dark Blue, which was a 20-episode undercover cop show starring Dylan McDermott, where she is credited as Beautiful Woman. That she is. Mm -hmm. She was also in Little Miss Sunshine as the beauty pageant winner that tells Abigail Breslin that she also likes ice cream. She was. She was. Yeah. I love, like, seeing these models IMDb credits and how often one of them is model. (laughs) It's so consistent. And she reads through this copy like Sean Patterson is forcing her to be there. He's also forcing her to be so close. So close to him. So much closer than I want. They're told they're going to be separated into teams of two and driving their own cars. They'll have five places to go and four hours to do it. And when Brittany says that word problem aloud, you can see her come alive. Oh, yeah. The best part is that Brittany specifically says, I have five places to go and four hours to do it. Because Mm -hmm. as soon as math comes in her brain, people in the world leave. (laughs) Brittany didn't even know she was partnered with Kara. Who cares? Oh, there's someone next to me. Let's go. (laughs) Sean tells a lie. And says he can't stand anything less than late models. And I would argue, how about boring models with no personality? Or trans people? Or complicated backstories? How about any of those things, Sean Patterson? (laughs) So the pairings are Nicole, Laura, perfect, amazing. Great, perfect. Sunday Ray, hilarious. Sunray! Amazing energy. Uh... Jaren, Jennifer Aaron. Yep. And uh, Rit Tarney. Carney. 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 That's fun. That's fun too. I love it. Oh, and Lickhole. Lickhole. Oh. That's Laura Nicole. <laughs> they have a 4 p.m. deadline. I'm going to spoil it right now. We never find out what the fifth place is. We never go to this fifth place. Nope. I also noticed, I, I noticed that and I thought that maybe I just missed it, but then later they, they don't do everything but they say to nicole that she only made it to three and i was like oh wow we actually just didn't go to that many places although four hours is not a lot of time no especially when one of them seems to take a long time Mm. yeah aaron becomes alexander for a bit (laughs) yeah because she plops into that car looks her partner jennifer dead in the eye and goes i think we should work backwards (laughs) it's the best strategy it is aaron knows how to race. how races work these people don't know how to move <laughs> ray give me the wheel jennifer pushes her aside ray weirdly enough is actually here to be on the amazing race yes. because i'm pretty sure one of the rules on the amazing race is that you're not allowed to exceed the speed limit that is yeah. true yep 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 a taxi driver can yes oh and has <laughs> sunday's irritation <laughs> with Ray is my favorite subplot. Her look of incredulity at every decision Ray makes. She's her eyes couldn't pop out of her head. expressing it. Yeah, because she thinks that Ray is secretly 75. <laughs> She's a mom, so she can't remember things. Also, Ray's driving posture is makes her look eight feet tall. No, Ray is all the way up. She is shoulders back. She is 10 and two. She is <laughs> she is ready to put an arm in front of Sunday to protect her. Course. I'm not going to teach driver's edit your school, but just in case, I wanted to be able to fill in. Well, the three of us all have different uh, levels of driving, I think. Mm. 
Kevin I doesn't. Don't. I grew up driving in LA. Sure. And I, I drove until I moved to New York. Sure. Um, I will say, uh, fun fact about JW, I have been in three total car wrecks, all not my fault. And so that one car made me money eventually because <laughs> the insurance paid out so many times. But I'm from the South and we know a ton of friend mechanics who will just fix the thing. There was one, and one was um, on my college graduation. Oh. I pulled out and someone rammed right into me. Oh. And it was totally their fault because they, when the cops came, said, this was all my fault. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I was in my cap and gown. Wow. It was a, it was a day. See, I had to learn to drive. I, I, my first car was a 88 Cadillac DeVille. So a, a boat. A boat. <laughs> Excuse me. It had six lighters in the car. <laughs> and when I bought it, it had a crocheted steering wheel cover. Oh my because God. the old woman only drove it to the grocery store and back. It had 3,000 miles on I it. I assumed that you inherited this car. No, I, I love that you bought, purchased it. I love this car. Mm-hmm. This was my favorite car I ever owned. I mean, it sounds amazing. Also, slutty young Alexander loved the bench seat that reclined fully. Of course. I'm going to tell you, this is your Nicole Wheelbarrow. This is mm-hmm. what you would talk about in panel. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, so I talk about car accident. I reverse because I always had to be the one driving for some reason. I don't know why. Because I was responsible. And because there were too many people in the back seat once, I rear-ended a tree at a bank parking lot. No damage to me or the car. Dang. Just the tree. But I had to <laughs> parallel park that car in LA all the time. And it sucked. A Cadillac DeVille? Yes. Jesus. Oh, man. That's so funny. And I just, making the models drive, I wonder if the pairings were literally like, who can drive? Okay, who can drive? Because mm-hmm. Laura just fully can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's why she's so perplexed, gobsmacked <laughs> by the parking meter. <laughs> I got to tell you right now, I know we just spat out a bunch of personal stories, but the first time I had to use a parking meter, <laughs> You couldn't tell me that this wasn't line by line what happened to me. I remember hitting it. I remember being, I remember asking people. (laughs) My first time using one was in LA. My first time using one was in LA on sunset. Oh, yeah. I know. So they head to Neil Lane, who's a jewelry store. First to arrive are Brittany and Kara. Now, Neil Lane is mostly known for, for, for providing engagement rings for failed couples. Uh-huh. Because Neil Lane designs every engagement ring for the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchises. Uh-huh. That's cool, though. It is cool. Also designed the ring that Liam Hemsworth gave Miley Cyrus, who are also very much not together. Neil Lane also has a section on his website called The Collector. As a young boy in Brooklyn, Neil Lane had an eye for the beautiful. He collected colored glass and then uh, his first purchase of a dragon-shaped enamel brooch with a big pearl in its belly and a diamond in its mouth. That's he he likes he liked pretty things and turned that pretty thing thing into collection and then eventually designed things because he had enough pretty things. Once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to tell that story because there's I found an interview with him in the New York Times. Mm. Basically about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And this is my favorite quote from that piece. 
I don't want to be a wedding planner, Mr. Lane said. I don't want to worry about if the roast beef is overcooked. I don't. I want to see how you present that roast beef and how you put it on the plate and how you do the tablecloth and the little notes that you write. Instead of just a little note when you come in where you're sitting, Neil Lane, table 16, I want you to do a note under my placing saying, Dear Neil, there are 69 people here. They're only here because we love them and cherish them. We want them to be here on our special day. You're one of them. Yeah, this explains Neil Lane's whole deal because it seems like he talks to them for an hour about oh, yeah. jewelry. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of my favorite moments of this cycle so far, I'm going to say, is him telling Brittany about slices of diamonds and her responding, What? No. <laughs> it's clear that Brittany does not mean that. And her trying to be sincere is so funny. Also, the difference between Kara's experience and Brittany's experience. Kara, who's like, disaster. No pierced ears. Disaster. She's never been told that before, though. Like, we've not had, you know, the model things of, like, this is what you should have. Mm. We've weirdly never been told you should have. Well, I suppose we've never had the jeweler's perspective. (laughs) Yeah, a valuable perspective. Mm. And then we get to the next go-see. And a star shines. Rose Nichols gives quote after quote after quote. I don't know if she says anything I didn't write down. (laughs) I couldn't tell you if I did. She has such Jennifer Coolidge character energy. Mm. It was impossible to not immediately fall in love with her. Rose Nichols did an interview in Soma magazine. Great. That consists of three questions mm-hmm. and something you are not going to believe is a thing. They photocopied her hand and then did a palm reading where they shade her so hard. <laughs> What did and they, they say? Okay, so it's they put. I can't, there's eleven different notes, but so at uh, this person, this person startles easily and probably should not be riding a motorcycle for her safety <laughs> and the safety of those around her. <laughs> a unique conversationalist, though not always easy to follow, as she makes wide and sudden turns of subject and thought. Well, well. <laughs> physically, she will have great energy until her 40s. At that time, forgetting to eat and sleep will begin to catch up with her, and she will have to pay attention to her body and its needs. I'm sorry, did a, her passive-aggressive mother do this palm reading? <laughs> okay, I'm going to read them. You guys, you, can't, you I told you, you were not ready. You were not ready. Collects beautiful things and uses them in her creations. Anything that truly strikes her eye and appeals to her aesthetic sense will be kept and used as inspiration. Thus, always needs more storage space. <laughs> Passionate in love. When she comes up for air and notices her lover, she can get so engrossed in what she's doing that she will periodically forget about people and passage of time. Um, a little bit too far outside the box to accumulate wealth and fame in the mainstream arena. Conversely, they will appeal greatly to those who are independent and unique thinkers themselves and will achieve success in that realm. This is not someone who should try to appeal to mass marketing. There is no place for her in Walmart, none whatsoever. (laughs) Things do not always follow her plan, both in life and in art. Fortunately, there is a great ability here to work with serendipity. Some of the best she produces, she comes out, has come out of her happy accidents, as well as some of the worst. 
but she knows where the garbage can is and isn't afraid to use it. (laughs) You know, I love a woman who knows where the garbage can is and isn't afraid to use it. This is absolutely overwhelming. Finally, dislikes sweat, grease, and heavy machinery and will always get someone else to handle this stinky, dirty stuff. And by handle this stinky, dirty stuff, I believe she means Kara. (laughs) That grease ball Kara. (laughs) That is, I mean, just everything about her. Her, One of her compliments for, uh, I believe it's Brittany, is she's tiny, she's petite. And she'd be perfect for that. <laughs> what a weirdo. I don't think it is Brittany because Brittany mortally offends mm-hmm. Rose Nichols. Oh, yeah. maybe, it's, maybe it's Jennifer. It can't be. Jennifer. But no, Jennifer no. is wearing too much makeup. Her beauty is betrayed. <laughs> uh, a beauty betrayed is such a good romance novel title. <sighs> that is Ooh. All right. Because my note for Jennifer was her screaming. I love drama. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, we saw you make friends with Kara. We know, Jennifer. Sunday and Ray immediately follow Brittany and Kara at Neil Lane. Mm-hmm. And Neil Lane doesn't like that Sunday takes the jewelry seriously. Yep. Oh, you're intimidated by wealth? Get out! Yeah, there's a real classist nature to Neil Lane. Mm-hmm. And who can and cannot wear his jewelry on the runaway. Also, can you imagine how boring a jewelry runway would be? so hard to see yeah did either of you ever watch project accessory no no No, i watched a couple episodes but i didn't stick with it it was it was weird yeah accessory project Mm -hmm. accessory Mm -hmm. oh sorry did i mispronounce you did (laughs) in podleadum um it was a weird show because it like yeah it'd be interesting to watch all the metal work and other stuff that went into like making a really cool bracelet in the time limit but then the runway itself would be like okay well (laughs) I think you could have just judged it in the workroom. You know what I mean? (laughs) Next we get Nicole and Laura at Wong duty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh at the name. I'm sorry to laugh at the name. I was so proud of getting getting through it. (laughs) You choose that. I love it. Lean into it. I love it too. I mean, it's, I, I laugh because it's the word duty and that makes me really happy. And of course, like Wong duty and the way you have to like say it together. It's just so funny to me. But also, hearing Nicole say it first (laughs) in her (laughs) monotone voice. Wong duty. I like these folks, though. They seem like a fun sitcom, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I got Tracy, Gerard, and Skyler. Tracy and Skyler still work for Wong duty. Gerard doesn't work there anymore. It does do copywriting still and wrote the copy for the brand launch of Netflix streaming. Wow. Holy. That's a big job. Whoa. Gerard was my favorite. He was like, LA came to life. (laughs) Can I tell y'all too? One of my worst fashion moments that I still have some somewhere of was that cutoff hoodie. I have a couple of those. I wore so many cutoff hoodies like this though. Oh yeah. So many moments. I will. uh, So what I like about this beyond the fact that I think it's plausible to go on a casting like this and it's a little interesting and shows a little different thing is that I've been these three people when I worked for, I won't say the company's name, but when I worked for a company for about two years, I did this. Uh, My favorite one was when we had to get someone to play a cartoon cat in a commercial and people came in with strong choices all i'm sure they did <laughs> yep and it was um and a friend of mine actually ended up in the role which was it which was fun but so i actually was like oh i've seen this before and i'm gonna tell everyone right now we will tell you 
to do several different versions of the copy read, we will never ask you for an accent. Mm. No, we will never. I just want people to know if that's not obvious, that is, we will, we will, we actually, the closest one is when they tell Sunday to do a shy version. I was like, that's the closest to the kind of thing we might tell you. I thought Sunday also did well with that challenge. And then they were supremely not big fans of Sunday (laughs) in a way that the show did not explain. No, I will say there was one time where I understand why they asked for a different accent. And that's Laura only because she has a very strong speaking voice. Regionally specific accent. But they should have just... They should have said, can you do it without your accent instead of can you do other accents? Because Because then Laura comes in swinging. (laughs) (laughs) She says that she can do it, quote, like a hood rat, and then proceeds to sound like a Russian mobster. (laughs) Yeah, the weirdest part, almost, is not her choice to do that, but that she thinks that what she was doing sounded like what she was describing yeah everyone has something to hide and you'll never guess what it is this season's hottest new show is like nothing you've ever seen cat fights spotlights backstabbing and bitch slaps and then things really get nasty tune in to find out who's hiding what and who can keep a secret what are you hiding which i will say that's not bad copywriting no I can see why that Netflix streaming happened. <laughs> Nicole, it should be noted, does a very good job. Does a good job. Great job. First read in her tiny glasses. Nails it. Those tiny glasses. <laughs> and when, <Her> cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> when Ray does her Minnesota, I was like, it's like she's doing it for Hannah. She <laughs> <laughs> really was. I love a little, it so much. <laughs> a little gift. <laughs> and I was like, but isn't that kind What of- are you hiding? It was fun. It was super fun. It was better than the two dull British things if we got. If you are going to do a British accent, actually do, like, go all the way. Don't pull do a JW. Pull, pull a JW. Oi, governor. Yeah. What are you hiding? Let's see some sunny rose. Let's yeah. see some sunny rose. Britney's British accent also sounded Russian spy. Like she also went. Britney does default to like sultry real quick. Mm. I don't know why that's it. She does go into it. Like I used to think that they were. It was a narrative they were creating, but that is kind of her lean in. I did love Gerard saying to Laura that was. An accent. I also loved Sunday saying to Ray, you're a little slow, but that's okay. Increasing annoyance. (laughs) Well, it's because Ray's asking, I think I'm doing a good job, don't you know? And then (laughs) Sunday's like, no, (laughs) we'll not let this. (laughs) Again, this is is a house of girls who are not here to let other people believe something that they don't think is true. (laughs) I just also think, Sunday is thinking, Ray is in charge of my life right now. Mm-hmm. I have to be encouraging with yeah. the. <laughs> and then they give Ray her own driving theme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I make a left turn? No, I guess not. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> so we head to Trina Turk, fashion designer. She's booking for a shoot. And the photographer is Jonathan Scow, who was her husband and co-owner, and now is dead. Oh. 
They were pretty cool. I liked them. Yeah. I liked them too. I also liked that she and Jennifer were wearing the same <laughs> outfit. <laughs> so if you go to Trina Turk's website, it's normal. So I think our read on Trina Turk is correct. Fair enough. I love Jonathan when he is shooting Aaron going, actually, you're very good. <laughs> I love Aaron in response saying, they seemed to enjoy me. <laughs> Trina's one flaw is this severe Edmond Bob. That is that is severe indeed. It's severe, but I think that's the right amount of I am a fashion designer for me. I agree. You know, I say that sitting here, sitting here with my bright silver hair. <laughs> Rose Nichols says of Nicole, I would book her for collection. <laughs> you don't want to be part of collection. <laughs> it really does feel like she's saying that she's going to encase her in waxing glass. <laughs> we get, of course, we get a villain moment from Kara when Laura and Nicole come in. And they ask where Trina Turk is, and it's right there. And it's the stupidest villain move because it's going to get fixed in two seconds. And says, I don't know. I thought Brittany was the one driving that. Yeah, let's talk about this because I think you're both correct. But I felt gaslit by this whole moment Mm. because I swear that in the moment, Kara did it. She did. But then Kara, in a talking head says that Brittany goes, just find it. But we saw Kara. And then Laura and Nicole don't say a name. No, Laura just says, fuck them. (laughs) Love that. Love that energy. (laughs) And I just think it's so interesting because I'm so glad you thought that too, because I thought I was just putting on my Brittany blinders and not like being able to see the fact that she maybe did this, but it really feels like Kara did and Brittany just did not care. Mm. Well, Brittany doesn't care. Brittany Brittany doesn't give up math. Yeah, if these people are not numbers, she's not seeing them. Rosé Nichols' best Oh my god, this is where I can't interactions. Speaking of Brittany. Are with Kara and Brittany. Her conversation with Kara. <laughs> is that all your hair? <laughs> well, uh, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Has never seen a bun in her life. Nope. That was actually on her palm. <laughs> something a little weird yeah, that puts, was weird yeah and puts her shoe on the table instead of on the floor where a shoe goes agree so much less effort to put it on the floor also <laughs> yeah and then Rose just put, puts it on the floor and then says it's not the my opening quote of it's not the kind of shoe i'd like to see near the collection yeah, as see, if that's... the collection's offended <laughs> so this is where I have a problem with Rosé. It's not that the, putting the shoe on the table was rude. It's that she's shading Britney's shoe. Yes. <laughs> not a good enough shoe. Britney, collection spoke to me. And they're very uncomfortable <laughs> with proximity of shoe to collection. Oh, I'd like to make you part of my collection, Britney. But unless you take off the shoes. Not my collection. <laughs> collection. Collection. <laughs> Collection's name is Collection. Collection is Legion. (laughs) It does sound like when you're playing like an indie video game and they want to come up with a big bad, but they just want to make it like, they can't just call it God. So they're like, collection. I just think it speaks to her. Yes, for sure. I'd like to hire Jennifer, but I need to speak with collection. (laughs) Collection says no. Mm, I'm sorry. Collection says greasy. (laughs) You're greasy. Collection's beauty is not enhanced by your beauty. 
Now Collection must retire for the day, for Collection is tired. So Laura and Nicole head back to <laughs> Wilhelmina Models. It takes 30 minutes to get anywhere in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brittany. That <laughs> lie. It's kind of true. I just think it's funny that she literally is getting to the point where we're jokingly calling her the embodiment of top model math. But when's the last time Brittany has said a sentence without a number? In it? That's it's true. been a while. Mm-hmm. Then I have the note. Jennifer, don't close your eyes. You're driving. <laughs> Pray with your eyes open. <laughs> she says she closed her eyes for a minute. <laughs> she was sitting in traffic. It's fine. <laughs> I just love the idea of seeing Jennifer with her eyes closed and then the street traffic opens up, but she's missing it because she's praying (laughs) and the cars are just whizzing by. She took Jesus take the wheel too literally. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. And this is a, this is a a discussion topic. Do, 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 do. Um, that played in my head. In the world of top model, Sunday and Ray make a mistake and go to a go see that they should have not have gone to because it ends up making them about 15 minutes late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing, though. In a real world application, both Sunday and Ray seemingly do quite well at Trina's. So yeah. in the real world, you would probably be glad you went to that particular one because you could have booked a job because Trina doesn't know that you're late to something else. No. No. So I just don't know if there's an actual lesson here. I think the other problem with emphasizing lateness at go has always been to me that if you're late for a job, that's one thing. But I've been in a lot of audition situations and none of them are ever on time. No. And a lot of times you don't have a place. You just have like an order. Mm-hmm. So you being late is just negative for you. And yes. I would say that they are late for something that doesn't happen. You don't have to clock out at your modeling agency. Yeah. And I get, look, it's a game. It's a show. Sure. This has been a top model tradition. It's just usually the final go see when someone's rushed to one like this has been such a non thing. But this time the show makes a point of showing how well they did. Yeah. It also, I think, because we learned that no one saw more than four, that this was an impossible challenge to see all five of them. Mm -hmm. And I will blame two factors, Neil Lane (laughs) and his jewelry lesson, but also the cold read. That's just going to take longer. Mm-hmm. And they had two things that were much longer than normal for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's just different kinds of jobs. Yeah. So Laura and Nicole, 345, Kara and Brittany, 356, Jennifer and Aaron, but basically Jennifer got there at 359 <laughs> and Sunday and Ray, 416. Um, Jennifer believes in God now. <laughs> Wasn't religious before, but hey, that prayer worked. Why is there a giant glass desk? sitting in the middle of this co-working space behind a pole and then they have to approach the table i will say there is someone in the background (laughs) who can get it so hard yeah (laughs) and i was like but also i was like what is his day like right now where he's just like (laughs) wait are we is there a eight person go see happening right now (laughs) because i've never seen them like so public like this why did sean move this desk out here wasn't sean fired why did he make Lauren move that desk by herself? Sunday is surprised that Sean is an asshole. Yeah, you met him before. Mm-hmm. But also, Sean, 
wants to further humiliate these models by making them raise their hand. This, I hated that so much. You know who it was. Or, this is worse. Which is worse? Making them raise their hand because he doesn't know who they are or because he wants to humiliate them? I don't think he doesn't. I don't think he knows who they are. I don't think he knows who they are because he makes Aaron do it later. Mm -hmm. This is your job, dude. He's just here to repeat things in a ruder way. Like, Like, to Jennifer, too much eye makeup. Think about that. Where? Where is her too much eye makeup, though? I don't see it. It's not a complex thought. (laughs) I will think about less eyeliner. Well, does Jennifer have more eye makeup on in this episode than in previous? Yes. Is she also, was she also directly told that eye makeup may fix her unevenness in her eyes? Also, yes. That's what I was going to say. She's trying stuff out. Laura, cute and fresh, couldn't change accent. Accurate. (laughs) Gorgeous, but robotic. Yes. Kara. Strong walk, scruffy. Scruffy. <laughs> Which is how Kara refers to homeless dogs on the street. Homeless dogs. Homeless dogs. Aaron, very good walk, timid. And I said, where? She must present so different in front she of clients. She doesn't all. talk. Yeah, apparently. Oh, maybe Aaron knows what she sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Not her voice, like how she speaks about things. And then Nicole gets perfectly sculpted face but no energy low energy okay (laughs) there's a little it's just low i was actually a little surprised that nicole wins you were she was the only one who got the the commercial commercial. exactly she won because of the that's what i'm kind of annoyed at this is the prizes you get something from everyone including a diamond earrings and cast in the commercial this is a good prize package because because they went to a variety of stuff you get clothes diamond earrings and and a roll if rose nichols will book her for collection (sighs) i don't see why anyone wouldn't book her for anything but then we learn later that she did only book two I mean, granted, she went to three, but... We get so little information about how they did, did at these go that it is super suspicious. Yeah, last cycle, we got, like, everyone's numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just is, clearly, Nicole was the one they wanted to book for the commercial, so Nicole has to win. Yeah, because that was part of the prize package, because yeah. it does feel like, otherwise... There were people who did, like, I have a feeling Brittany, Laura, and a couple other folks did just as well at the other ones. Yeah. I would doubt that anyone else booked more than two. Maybe. But, like... Brittany and Kara went to four. Yeah. And Brittany, the feedback from Neil Lane was that she got the jewelry one. Mm -hmm. So she at least probably booked that one, theoretically, unless Neil Lane just didn't book anyone, which would also make just as much sense (laughs) to me, honestly. Aaron, Nicole, quick... And dirty and over in a flash confrontation uh-huh. is everything I want. Here's the thing. Nicole handles people being rude to her so well. Because <laughs> you know that she's lived through way worse bullying. You so can, it doesn't even can touch her. her. Yeah. yeah. It just pings right off. So when Erin brazenly, Ooh. as she is enjoying her prize package, says they might have just wanted you to win. And Nicole's just like, nope, I earned this. Shuts it down. Uh-huh. I wish I had that energy. And I I hope this happened and it just got edited out. But I did want to say, like, 
Give one of those dresses to Laura. I mean, Laura deserves one of those dresses. Mm-hmm. Like, give her uh, she one said, of those dresses. maybe she'll let me borrow a dress since I drove her. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. she was the driver, especially. Yeah. Like, give her a dress. Mm-hmm. Actually, give her one of the two earrings and then the two of you. <laughs> earrings. I hope when Kara's like, I'm going to tell them in panel what I did to get this hot picture that I did is that I hate Nicole. And I'm like, please say that in panel care. Please say it. Do it. Do it. We need to talk though. I've said this so many, so many times this episode. We need to talk though. Kara's dislike and outright hatred for Nicole is some of the most outsized hatred we've ever seen on this show as portrayed by the show. It makes it seem like we are not seeing something. Something, right? It seems like they barely interact. And it just seems like it was, this is the kind of thing where someone's like, oh, I just don't know why I hate someone, but I do. And then like years later, you realize their voice reminded you exactly of someone you always, always hated and they didn't deserve your hatred, but they reminded you of that. part. Like it feels like Nicole is bringing up something from Kara. Like, I don't know. It is weird how much she hates her. It comes across to me as Kara being upset that Nicole is upsetting the social order. Mm-hmm. In a certain way. Like, I pegged her as a weird girl. I'm a pretty rich girl. Gone in week one and not be competition for me. Yeah. But she's doing well and always has. And it seems like people like her, and maybe she's got as many, if not more, friends than I do. I just, I always mm-hmm. hate, that's all correct, but I always hate when people are like, how could she book a commercial? Have you listened to her? I'm like, you weren't in that room. You have no idea what Nicole is capable of doing. Also, did you listen to you? I will say, Sunday is always in on these combos lately, too. Yeah, this is not a good look for Sunday. And again, it is just funny to hear Sunday try to do an impression of Nicole because that voice gets wacky. (laughs) Where is Jennifer? Kara's best friend. Maybe she she got got off the Kara train. I hope so. This tire mail that Aaron reads... For the back row, once again. Float like a butterfly, pose like me. The competition's getting so fierce, y'all could use a secret weapon. They make a correct guess because they think it's Victoria's Secret. That is perfect. Especially because of pose like me. Float wings. It all makes sense. And yet... And yet. We head to the photo shoot where... The props and sets are working very hard <laughs> to make us believe what we are seeing is real. <laughs> I was about to say, you could introduce that it's there to make us believe. I believe that this dark brown v-neck on Jay is one of his best looks ever. Hmm. Do y'all not agree? I didn't, I didn't notice it, so I'm assuming it was it's good. It's fine, yeah. yeah. I, just, <laughs> I can't, Jay trying to do bits, but not uh. succeeding. It's not his, it's not his, it's not his truth. It does make you appreciate not that, not Tyra's ability, but that it is what comes to her naturally. Sure. She's better at it than Mr. J for sure, Alexander. Tyra, Tyra, here's the thing. Tyra mostly commits. Yeah. I think the skill set's not always there with Tyra. I think the commitment is, is, is true as she can make it because the problem with Mr. J doing bits is that he feels like he's too cool for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, Absolutely. this is how funny people talk. <laughs> oh my God, Jay is Kara. Oh, right. <laughs> you guys today literally have to fight to keep your place in this competition. They don't. That's not what's happening today. No. 
in the world's longest ADR starts. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. Time passes, my beard grows. The sun Oscar, rises. <laughs> Oscar's the sun now sets. five. <laughs> <laughs> and we are still here listening to this ADR. Looking at the back of Mr. J's head. <laughs> Maybe this is why we didn't notice the V-neck, Anna, because we just stare at the back of Jay for an <laughs> hour didn't oh, see that what? what how was something so incorrectly said or did the audio just cut out he also says week after week i've seen you guys going oh my leg is numb oh i got a cramp they have been told on this show say something if something is strange and is hurting if they are uncomfortable say something so we also haven't seen them whine about anything other than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get the return of the composite. Uh-huh. <laughs> because what the challenge actually is, is working with martial arts weapons up uh, both on the floor and on a wire. And then they will composite three poses into one fluid action sequence, mm-hmm. which is not what happens. So the math of going... We're going to do half on the ground, half in the air, and then pick three poses. Brittany's eyes started bleeding (laughs) as soon as he finished that. I do like that they, two things of this, that they got to pick which weapon they wanted to use. Mm -hmm. That was a really cool thing. Instead of just Mm -hmm. assigning. And they could seemingly pick the same one as someone else if they wanted to. And then they, they got actual training in things that you would normally do with that weapon that look of that like martial art right and their trainer is my star of the episode deborah who i wrote in my notes is clearly a deb but then who mr j calls debbie Debbie. which is even better (laughs) and she just seems to be really good at her job very enthusiastic about coaching the girls and working with whatever level of ability she's given she's having fun yeah she Mm -hmm. works there where they're they're at the uh national wushu training center she works there and has done like stunt stuff for things absolutely i just also there's something about someone saying bitchin that always makes me happy love question is this the highest number of offensive music cues (laughs) packed into the shortest amount of time ever in a top model episode well i would say the most petite amount of time but yes (laughs) so we also have some new team members. How do we still truck these folks in? Frank Wernsberger for hair and makeup. His net worth is tw- $20 million. Ooh. How? Excuse me? <laughs> and he has a nameless assistant. Whose net worth is $12 billion? Before I leave Music Q Corner, <laughs> there was one transitional hi-ya! And I swear to God, Tyra did it. It sounded like Tyra's voice probably was um i also love here's here's jennifer coming back in with what i want from jennifer she's like oh cool this wardrobe is chinese mm-hmm. japanese looking japanese looking Je- oh just general asian well here's an interesting thing too that has been in the um public conversation as of the time of this by the time you're listening to it, it'd be a couple of weeks old but they put big red streaks in jennifer's hair oh my god and if you look this up there's articles dating back from about 2016 till now where we started having a big discussion about the quote-unquote rebel stereotype trope for asian women and a big part of that was always streaks of colored fun hair Mm -hmm. you know pink blues reds like this and it's 
very telling to me that they only did this to Jennifer because all of a sudden that makes her a rebel. And this was a discussion that's been had. And evenly, even recently, there was an actor who pointed this out and they went back and agreed and CGI'd out the color streaks before the movie premiered. And I was like, good. So it's a thing that like, Again, if you're an Asian woman specifically and an actor, you probably have noticed for a really long time. And I'm sure Jennifer is already fully aware, but I'm glad that Mm. conversation's being had more publicly. It definitely feels like, and I'm not excusing it, but it feels like they're like, oh, she's already Asian. So if you put her in Asian clothes, it won't really read. So like hair... That is exactly what it feels like. It really does. Mm-hmm. Really does. I, I like that Mr. J somehow got out of his own butt long enough to give Nicole an actual tip, which is when she was on the harness, be careful of the sleeve covering your face. It's not a lot, but I'll take it. It's because someone snitched on Jay from last episode. I love Nicole saying that she has diaper rash, but the harness way. Backup quote. <laughs> Do we say the photographer's name? Patricia, Patricia Van, Van O. <laughs> and I liked that her main contribution was just yelling, change your face. Yeah. Change your face. <laughs> so when they have the models come out and choose their weapon, which all look so cheap, all these weapons look the cheapest thing. There's a lot of wobbling, wobbling <laughs> yeah, weapons. Yeah, yeah. But I it's think very much ones, though. Yeah, it's better than them hurting themselves. And yeah, it's better yeah, yeah. that they're lighter. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But it very much reminded me of the process that's like how they figure out who the next Dalai Lama is, where they have like, pick the toy. Which toy thing do you pick? Mm. Oh, I love. I, I also wanted, I wanted it to be more strategic, where once a weapon had been picked, the weapon could not be picked again. <laughs> Laura picks something that she calls nunchucks that are actually called a three section staff or a triple staff. Yeah, you, I love these, and you can see them in like King of Fighters, Fatal Fury, and Power Rangers Jungle Fury, most Ooh. importantly. And she picks smart. Laura thinks not what weapon is cool, what weapon can make me look tall. So smart. Mm-hmm. I'd say Nicole is pretty smart too because she went one-handed, simple. I'm not going to get pick these two swords, which are cool. Mm-hmm. I'm literally going to just pick one so I have options. And I can model with more of my body. Yeah. Now, did Nicole learn one thing from Deb? And that was two fingers. And she did it in every photo. Absolutely as well. <laughs> I loved Aaron's after she did a pretty good shoot being like, can I come down? <laughs> <laughs> I love Laura saying to Debbie, you're so intense. <laughs> I loved Nicole saying to Kara, when you have a smoky eye on, it looks like your eyes are burnt. And then Kara and Sunday try to make fun of her. To her her face. face, And to diffuse it, she goes, oh, are you making fun of me? (laughs) You're doing a shitty job. But also Sunday fully just copying her. Like, are are you 10 years old? It is very much that energy. Yeah. Also, I know we said it last episode, Kara talking about Nicole's voice in Kara's voice is the stupidest thing. All of these women have too unique of voices to make fun of the uniqueness in other people's voices. It is a house of non-neutral voices. And that's great. It's really fun. But 
you can't make fun of other people's voices like that. It'd be like me. I, I literally can't imagine that I would ever get away with making fun of any regional accent. Sure. Wow. It's like if I tried to make fun of someone short and busty. <laughs> Look at that short, busty woman of the Hannah, no, that's you. It, it's like if I tried to make fun of someone tall, talented, and gorgeous. I mean, it's just not. Uh, how would you even. How uh, could I. Where would I start? How would you pick that apart? <laughs> I will give this what photo a hypocrite. <laughs> I will give this photo shoot. But wait, Alexander, you're gorgeous. <laughs> I will give this photo shoot the eensiest beensiest bit of credit. I think they were aiming for authenticity. I think they were trying. With the weapons and the training, I absolutely yes, think they were. I agree yes. with that. But Kara could not be bothered to learn or care. She couldn't learn palm up. I even I even heard Debbie say palm up. Me, Jay, who ignores who cares everything. about nothing. <laughs> Kara, remember when you said I didn't listen to you? Well, now I'm listening to every word, and it looks mm-hmm. like you're a piece of garbage. So, but like, why is Kara this? I, I thought her anger with Nicole was going to fuel her fire. Yeah, and it seems like said. it. Defe- it seems like it defeated her. Talking about fueling fire, Sunday has played Soul Caliber. Because a yeah. soul still burns. <laughs> yeah. She is ready with that, like, starting waiting anima- animation. <laughs> Sunday's actually pretty cute, though not particularly successful in this. She just keeps looking at the swords like she's never seen them before. <laughs> yeah, she's like, how did these get cool. in my hand? <laughs> <laughs> like a sleeper agent that was activated, killed a bunch of people with swords. And <laughs> I was like, what? What? Oh. <laughs> these people dead. I don't like this continued lie that ray isn't good at modeling right no, when what? he says ray just can't project that light onto film that's all she does that's literally her whole deal and i know we've you brought up very smartly jw that the no personality stigma is largely bs when it comes to the show but ray if you wanted to say ray has not shown us much of who she is that i could buy sure yeah exactly but- her photos have all been at least very good. I'm going to argue that if right now we put the remaining contestants' portfolios side by side, you'd probably pick Ray's as the overall best because mm-hmm. she's had, she hasn't had a bad photo. No. no. And she'll, in my opinion, continue not to have one of the worst ones in this. Mm-mm. I do like Sunday being like the double swords match because they have like little orange ribbons and she's all decked out in orange. That's really fun. And um, apparently there was some authenticity because all of them are injured. (laughs) (laughs) Comparing their bruises back at the house, the real bruises that do show Ashley. Mm -hmm. This, these harness marks and like all this other stuff. Have you guys ever been in rigging before? I have once for a show. Yeah. It sucks. Um, It, mm, (laughs) uh, my, they couldn't, I have very big quad muscles sure because i was in a club because i was a triple jumper um and they could not extend the harness enough to fit over my legs correctly so i would lose feeling if i was in it too long so they would have to quickly put me in the harness right before the show and then i would do it and then i would come off stage and have to lay down because my legs did not have feeling that seems illegal Uh, yeah (laughs) looking back I don't know that it was the safest set I was ever on. <laughs> Did I kill that role? Absolutely. <laughs> I also say, JW, it seems like they did have a harness that big, or they could have purchased a harness that big. They just didn't 
have a harness that big. Oh, no, this was the harness they had. Yeah. And then they cast me after the fact. Anyway, it's fine. I was good in the show. Look, look at me just like a model being like, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a terrible working environment. I was super painful, but I got paid. <laughs> <laughs> you got those lemons and limes. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> if you only knew what the commercial was for. <laughs> <gasps> it, it's not that. It's not that brand, but you were you almost like maybe uh, like <laughs> so back at the house sunday is talking so fast that captions couldn't keep up and ray says sunday we're gonna get in trouble and i had kind of forgotten that they related that point right. <laughs> so i was like for what <laughs> for making fun of nicole could captions keep up with tyra who says this one sentence in a breath so quickly that it almost seemed like she was going to fall over by the time she got to Jessica White's name. What is happening here? She has no time for panel. She has the Tyra show to film. Also, I just realized we haven't gotten Tyra photos or anything in a while, right? No. We also she can't didn't, be petite. We didn't get digital art. Now that we saw. Hmm. That's interesting. So. Uh, her outfit... Mm, I don't this jacket that is acting as a corset over this capri length cat suit of a thing very baggy though (laughs) I love the the narrative of a jacket that just wants to be a corset one day (laughs) grow up I thought Jessica White was another excellent judge she's not short though she's not short but she breaks the world she breaks the world of the show that's what I like about it if you look up stuff on her mixed bag but I will yeah tough life yeah, but I will say, Jessica White, to your point, rewrites how top model judging works in a way that I was like, are you taking this job from Tyra? Well, her makeup line is called La Dom. <gasps> it is not. Yes, it is. Spelled like top model L-E backwards? apostrophe D-O-M, La Dom. Oh, wow. That's top model makeup spelled backwards, though. <laughs> And man, everyone hates Nigel today. And Jessica started that. Good. Uh, Good. It's like she sets Miss J free. Oh my gosh. So this week you had go where you had to drive around in cars. Like I used to have to do back in the day with no GPS. And you had a photo shoot where you had to fly through the air like true wushu warriors. Drive and fly. So much transportation. But also this is a bullshit. Going back to it. It's bullshit to force them to have a map. Right? Yeah. And also, when Tyra was in LA, she wasn't driving because she was too young to drive. So, what the fuck are you talking about? I, uh, Jennifer is first. I think Jennifer's are only average. I don't love the far right one, the face. Oh, all. So, in some of these, does it look to you like the left photo and the right photo are the same and they just flip it? <laughs> yes. For some of these, they're often pretty similar. I I think she is hindered also by the fact that she is wearing black pants, so you can't see her legs. Mm. And I think two of the three faces are not good. No, I do think the middle photo is strong. Her wire photo, I think, is pretty good. It's the best of the three, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that this background was solid black. No. Yeah, that's what I mean. It looks like it's in a void. I'm also kind of surprised that with the harness stuff, they didn't like put them in the sky. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it looked good, but 
But like something that like if they were trying to do like a crouching tiger, hidden dragon kind of reference. Yeah. Or something to just add texture because, mm-hmm. you know, to your point, if you were anything that was solid black, it just gets sucked away. Yep. You also can't see the weapons because of that. Yeah. You, I don't know. It also isn't what they said it was of uh, one fluid motion. No. That was oh, BS. <laughs> this looks not. like this looks like when they did those terrible headshots with four emotions. And here is my three poses. Yeah, but I'm sorry. They're also but... not composited. <laughs> no. Sometimes They're people's legs are fully cut other. off too. <laughs> but regardless, it's not her best work. No, modeling well. I would argue it might be the worst thing she's done so far. I would probably agree with that. Ray is next. How does it, before we get to the photo, how does a tank top make your legs look longer? Proportions, maybe, but I didn't agree with that. No. I think Ray's far left picture is really interesting. And I think the other two, especially the middle one, look like they could easily be on like a movie poster or something. I think there's something about Ray's photo that she looks like three triplets that are attacking. Ooh. Ooh. She did get a little crouchy with it. Yeah which isn't my favorite, but I think that's only because they lined three of them up next to each other. I think uh-huh. each of them are very strong individually. Right. And since they had no guidance for how to make it look like a sequence, which it wasn't anyway, I don't think that's really on her. This should have just been one picture in the air. Because if you look at the one, I would, I think my favorite is the one on the far right. Really? I like, I think those legs crossed are kind of cool. Cause it looks like she's about to spring into action. I do like that the weapon follows the line of her leg. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that's a really cool moment. I think each of them individually are quite strong. I agree. It just doesn't look to it doesn't look right altogether in my eye. But when Jessica says, "I don't really think she needs to be that tall in the photo," (gasps) and Miss J is like, "I agree." (gasps) Oh, oh my god, it was delicious. And then Ray was like. Don't fight, <laughs> kids. Does anyone need a juice? <laughs> Woo! Erin <laughs> is next. This, Hannah, to your point, two of them are the same but flipped. Yes. And also, the weapons are cut off and her legs are cut off. And there's a weird 60s quality to the last one that I do not understand. It's the hair. She looks like she's got the bouffant. Like a 60s beehive. Mm-hmm. She does. She does the middle one. I give her props for her face staying like that I would while agree. completely I agree upside with that, down. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's honestly why she, you know, I don't think this is bad, but this is why she gets the credit she does, which is mostly deserved. I think Nigel tells her that she looks confused and it works for her. It does not work. I don't think she looks that confused. Also that Brittany is next. And I didn't talk about it during the photo shoot, but. What the fuck is this outfit? They oh put my Brittany god! <laughs> Pea green with sky blue and with the- a little bit of tangerine. <laughs> All the baby food colors you want mixed together. <laughs> I will say this is the most progression picture we've gotten. You know, Brittany did that math. She figured this out. There's probably 15 more that make a perfect flipbook. The two on the ends, I'm going to say all three of these actually look quite similar to me just because she's holding the sword the the same same way way. every time. Yeah. But her face looks amazing. Especially in that last one. Mm -hmm. I will say. And I love that Jessica has awoken Miss J. Because (gasps) Miss J is like, you know what? You don't even need more neck when your face is that good. 
We are breaking the world. Also, I love the fact that in the middle picture, her face is reflected in the sword. I love that too. Oh, I didn't even notice. That's so cool. Oh, that is cool. I like that too. Kara's next. Well, <laughs> this is the most boring girl group music video ever. <laughs> okay. So for a while, there was this thing after Mortal Kombat was popular where other games were trying to do their own digitized actors into mm-hmm. games and they were all very inexpensive looking. The middle one looks so similar to those kind of characters where they would clearly put on a quick costume, mm-hmm. ask her to pose, and there it is. That I will say, the one thing I do weirdly like about it to your kind of girl group comment, Alexander, is her hair looks very different in all three of these, <laughs> and I don't know how she achieved that. This is another crazy outfit. Uh, it's just a pantsuit. With one very long disco. swag of fabric on the one arm from elbow to shoulder. <laughs> Armpit. It's so, not a sleeve. <laughs> the one on the far right looks like she's trying to casually swing on a rope across a pit. <laughs> so, for me, it's like she's sliding to home base. Like, oh, you know what she is doing? Paint modeling. Ow, my head hurts. Oh, my head ah. hurts. <laughs> all three of these are bad. Oh, her oh, face is bad in all of them. <laughs> also, these pumps are a choice. Tyrus says something. She admits something that they keep in the show that really is not a good look for Tyra because she says that when she is lost and confused while working, she smizes, which is her signature look, which means is she always confused on set when she's taking photos? But see, I liked this question from Miss J where he says that everyone should have a safety net where they're uncomfortable, that there's something they can do that will power them through that moment of discomfort. I think that's a really good lesson actually and even though she doesn't say it correctly i guess i get it you know if you're if you don't know what you're doing just fall back on the thing put it put the thing you know you're good at into the photo and you'll get something out of it i love all of the miss j parts i wish tyra's response had actually not been smize because that's their whole thing they've learned this entire time i wish tyra had said something that we actually didn't know yeah that's what i mean because tyra's answers is like good modeling (laughs) i just do good modeling when i don't know what i'm doing i know what i'm doing (laughs) i wanted her to be like i shake my arms out and then pop it you know what i mean like i wanted a thing like that Mm -hmm. or even if she was like i think about like my boyfriend or she's what she said before yeah i think about the empire of smize cream (laughs) That I'm going to use to control the lives of three podcasters who are trying their best. Laura is next. And oh, I'm going to do a Hannah. Oh, my God. Because Laura teaches us what this should have been, what this will be. This is so well done. It's really good. Every one of them looks like she's in the air. Yeah. Yes. She looks gorgeous from every angle, and she gives you three different angles. Thank you. She even shows off the outfit in a different way if you were selling that. Mm-hmm. And and that's all with her having the disadvantage of knee-high, thigh-high black pumps that erase half her body. And one of the highest difficulty weapons. That last photo on the far right, I mean, <sighs> stunning. It's, yeah. All of them are great, but that last one... I love the first I love that first one where it's almost a serene like and her back is so beautiful you know what it almost looked like it almost to that point Alexander it almost looks like far left 
is her preparing for battle. Middle mm-hmm. one is battle. Third one is victory pose. Yeah. It almost and tells this, like a narrative. This is another one that actually almost looks like an action sequence. Almost. Almost. Mm-hmm. It's as like much as it could. Three. Yeah. There's lots of poses b- missing between them, mm-hmm. but you've got a story. Yes. Meanwhile, Jessica's taken over the panel and she's the one to tell <laughs> Laura to take her jacket off. And then we get some more Southern fetishization when Tyra claps because it's so fun that her grandma <laughs> fitted her jacket. That's not even something that like is weird for people to be able to do. People do no, that all the time. A very helpful skill. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hate. Like we know Tyra's met Southern people before. You let one of them begrudgingly win this show. <laughs> Sunday is next. Why is she fading into the background in these photos? Why, Why did they make her smaller in each progressive one? Why is she still wearing scarves? Legitimately, though, at this point, why doesn't she understand? It seems like why she, doesn't she pre- understand? preemptively starts taking things off as she's walking up. Well, and Tyra is kind of mean to her about it. But also at this point, what else is going to get through to her? I, I think How Tyra's justified. Say, I think Tyra's justified. Yeah. I also think Tyra's justified. Take off your accessories. We have told you this multiple times Sunday. Sunday thought if she only put this scarf on, maybe they'll like it this time. (laughs) And then Jessica's like, take out the necklace too. So Jessica just gets up. (laughs) I'll do a makeover. The booties that they put Sunday in are the most hideous shoes (laughs) I have ever seen. And also, don't put short people in little booties that cut you off like that. I, okay. When I first saw the, when I watched the episode, when I was taking my notes, I really disliked these pictures. But now I'm wondering if she was too caught up in trying to make a sequence. Maybe. Because they're like the leg up three times. And now I'm like, but wait. Oh, was that on purpose? Was she trying to keep that in mind to make it look consistent? Because it is the one that's the most like literally a very subtle sequence. Yeah. I don't understand. Like I said, why they're making her smaller in each picture going back. I do think she lacks grace in these photos. It, all of the poses yeah. seem very static, is what oh, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. they're not particularly good photos, especially since we have some really amazing ones. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder if the lack of variety is actually by her design. Yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know. Yeah. Nicole is last. And this is where we learned she booked two out of three ghosties. And she's the only one we hear any ghosty information about. About. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. We don't even hear about the late thing, do we? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. They don't get, they do not get in trouble. Which is funny. Why even edit in Ray saying that then? It pays to win a go see, doesn't it? She does yeah. look good in the dress though. She does. Nice. I think Tyra learned her lesson about Celia last <laughs> episode, last season. Yeah, right. It seems like she took better photos than this because her performance at the shoot seemed better than these three photos that we got. I think I'm glad she's back to moving her body the way she's good at again i'm glad that she learned the hidden lesson of last week's panel which was to ignore the lesson of the previous week's panel (laughs) yeah sure i'm just i don't know i didn't like how nigel bullies her again she didn't sound monotonous today she's trying actually she's smiling her voice has many levels she gives herself a fair and unsparing critique. Right? And yeah, yeah. I actually agree with her critique more than the judges. Mm-hmm. Me too. I do like the that Tyra doesn't do it perfectly, but I like that she addresses like, hey, 
We're not asking you to talk like I talk, for example, right? We're saying that it's about becoming a stronger version of you. Now, the word stronger, I'm a little iffy on, but I get the idea is, okay, if you're this weirdo monotone, you need to project like, oh, weird, like we need to feel that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what Ray's not doing and maybe what Aaron's not doing is like, Ray has a personality. We know what her personality is, but she's not like letting you in at panel. Well, you have to... In a situation like this, you sort of have to act your natural personality. You need to be a little more presentational with yeah, it. Yes. Absolutely. I think all three of us do it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. We've talked about that. We've had some listeners be like, is that how you talk to each other in real life? And I'm like, well, no, we're all definitely more exaggerated versions of ourselves. Because it's we're trying comedy to make and this- entertainment. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to make this entertaining. And it's, it's kind of the same thing, right? Where... Nicole just needs to amp up the entertainment value of who she is just a yeah. little bit more. Private panel. What the fuck are naive body angles, Nigel? I, I wondered that myself. <laughs> I love the moment where Tyra says that the in the middle picture, Kara's face looks beautiful. And Jessica says, I don't think you can see her face because the hair is falling over it. Because <laughs> sometimes Tyra likes to pretend... That these hair over the face photos are the thing and no one ever calls her on it. So to see her get called on it is just my favorite. <laughs> and then even weirder, Jessica gets out of her seat, tells Tyra to move, sits down in the center seat. <laughs> I want to sit sure by Miss J. Yeah. Don't want to sit by this garbage person, Nigel, anymore. And then when they say that Laura plods and clumps and panel, yeah, she fucking does. They have to wear flats. Let them wear heels, and then let's see who plods in panel. Yeah, also, if she is a bad walker, it's the first time we've heard you say that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem to match up with what we've heard critique-wise from our best friend, Anne Choquette. Miss <laughs> J does say that she shines like a mint julep, because <laughs> he didn't know where he was going to end that sentence, and then just wanted a cocktail. Yeah, I counter, how does a mint julep shine? I enjoy... Miss J saying that Nicole is a bit dry and a little melancholy, but I like her. That's her personality. She's a little dry. She's a little melancholy. And Miss J likes it. It's it's what should be kind of told maybe to her, (laughs) you know, and the other girls and to Kara and Sunday. Uh, They also say Ray delivers great photos, but isn't a model. Mm hmm. I am so frustrated that Ray gets zero credit despite acing every assignment. The only yeah, thing she, she can't drives do is slow. drive aggressively. <laughs> we found her flaw. Oh, I can't figure out which side of the verb noun divide we're supposed to land on. This she's, she's model as an adjective. <laughs> she's adverbing her way through life, modely. No, she's modeling. She's the gerund, but not, oh. not the pronoun. Can either of you say the word gerund with Minnesota accent? Oh, she's a gerund. 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 <laughs> My nephew, gerund. <laughs> I love it. Gerund. <laughs> Put the milk down, Jared. Yeah, I know it's a bag, but you got to set it on the table. Jared. Thank you both for doing that for me. <laughs> Nigel wants Aaron to smile more, which just means he's horny for her. Ugh. Right? But then, twist, Nigel can't smize, but Jessica can. Instantly falls into Ugh. it. Incredible. Mm-hmm. 
Miss J. And to be fair, it is the difference between a model and a not model. So Miss J with that tiny electric fan, <laughs> like the bored RA on the first day of college moving the freshman in. <laughs> oh, he hates being here. He has no one to play with. He just doesn't have a friend. Yeah. yeah. Call out order. Nicole is first. Bullshit. No. Solid third, I'm going to say. Sure. I thought, it was, I thought her photos were solid work and very consistent. I would have given her a third or fourth. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because Laura is second and should, should have been, been first. first. Absolutely should have been first. For the first. second As- week in a row. I was yep. about to say absolutely, especially with last week. Mm-hmm. Then Brittany is third and Tyra comments on her top. Goodness, that top is low. To be honest, I had that realization at the <laughs> same moment as Tyra. I was like, oh, that is epic. <laughs> and there is a tiny little blur they have to do. <laughs> so the editing also agreed. I love that Tyra said, if I had that on, it'd be like pornography. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you do have different bodies, Tyra. But that's but it's all, it all goes back to when she said brown hair equals slut. You know, fully clothed pornography. <laughs> you know, all that jacket porno. <laughs> Love a, love I mean, a technically, hot, there is hot, a lot of jacket sl- promo. Hot, slutty oh, blazer. Huh. Hot, <laughs> slutty blazer. <laughs> You're going to get that j- joke out no matter what. <laughs> Aaron is next. Sure. Mm-hmm. Then Jennifer. Mm-hmm. I might have even bought him two Jennifer. Whoa. <laughs> Look, Kara's the worst. Kara's going to go home. But yeah. like, who is going to be, who would else would you put in the bottom two? Who, who got it? I'm a, yeah. I'm, I think Sunday. Yeah, I, or I think Jennifer is a third. But how does Ray get bottom three? Yeah, Ray is also confused. Ray looks around and is like, wait, there's only three of us left and I'm one of them? Did you forget about me? Mm. Should I just start walking up? Jared? Oh, is this Nigel's <laughs> fault? Is this because everyone hates Nigel and Nigel complimented me? Cool. <laughs> Which leaves Karen Sunday in the bottom. This three-quarter face thing is new. Yes? Mm-hmm. No, I said it in a previous episode. Sunday okay. gives the same face every single time. So it's not new for Podletum. <laughs> it might be new for a top model. But the, language of three co- the language of three quarters is new. Okay. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. she she fell into what is her probable best angle, but mm-hmm. she is not trying anything else. Tyra says to Kara, we see someone that seems lost and does not know how to be found. Yes, that's why she's lost. <laughs> She says to Sunday, the judges see you as underdog. Not an underdog, but the superhero underdog. The character. <laughs> In the pictures, the judges feel you are stuck in three-quarter face. It is important as a model to be versatile. Jessica's face, when Tyra is saying all this, seems confused and doesn't seem to know what's happening. Jessica also was crying a little bit at some point. Like, she really got emotional for the people leaving. Mm -hmm. More emotional than the person that does leave. Right. Sunday's name is called, and she clearly thinks about hugging Kara. And Kara's body language is so don't touch me that she turns away and walks toward Tyra instead. Smart move. Uh I don't know if JW found this. I found out Kara, she leaves without hugging anyone. I read that after the show... She said she didn't hug anyone because she didn't care when any of the previous girls were sent home and had to fake it when they hugged her. So she didn't want to force any of these girls to give her a fake hug. I also found that quote. Yeah. 
I will say I was surprised at just how much she broke down because she seemed kind of over it. She She seemed totally over it. I think she's just pissed that Nicole's still there. And Nicole got first call out on the week that she went home. Well, perfect editing. I also love, you know, we see so many people on the episodes where they leave be like, I left my family for this. I left my kid. I left college. I left (laughs) Costa Rica and bought plane tickets to try out for this. It's not the extreme tragedy that you're making it out to be. I would say for someone who travels a lot, she cares more about the destination than the journey. (laughs) Yeah, she also doesn't, like, she's just like, yeah, left in the middle seems worthless. Like, geez, Kara. God. Uh, I noticed in her portfolio something I didn't notice during her time on the show. When you see all her pictures back to back, they used to emphasize her beauty mark. And then they started vaporizing it from existence with makeup and Photoshop at some point. Ah. And they haven't even done a cover girl photo shoot. My yeah. goodness, if she made it there, she wouldn't have a nose on her face. Kara <laughs> <laughs> Vincent. Good name, I'll say that. Her, mm-hmm. Great name. Kind of like Ashley before her, I couldn't find a lot. Um, there were a lot of people having discussions of like, so why did Kara hate Nicole so much? So we were not the only ones <laughs> starting that conversation of confused confusion. She is quoted as saying in an in a interview right after she left, I didn't spend all my time in the house just talking about Nicole. They kind of took everything I ever said about Nicole and put it all together. And a lot of it was taken out of context. We actually had fun in the house and I wish they'd shown more of that. And she also claimed that she didn't know that they were going to do ghosties that day and would have styled herself differently when asked about the whole scruffy comment. I mean, that's true. Yeah. And that's fair. I don't, I don't know, Kara, there was a lot of footage of you talking about Nicole. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a lot. Don't and it did not it. come across as playful or sisterly. Not laughter and jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they did it to her face. Yeah. I, I, you know, we had that discussion where in an earlier episode, we were like, why don't we like Kara? Why, why don't we remember this? She seems fine for mm-hmm. the most part. I was part. ready to be proven wrong. And then she turned very sour. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I've never... It's funny that I don't remember the petite cycle having quite so many villains. Mm. And we've had multiple ones and not even the ones I remembered being villains. And not even the ones the show wanted you to think were the villains. That's what I mean. Like they wanted it to be Bianca earlier and all of us were like, not really. And then it was Lulu, Ashley, now Kara. I'm wondering if Aaron is like not even as bad on a rewatch or if she just now takes the mantle over. I haven't watched any more episodes yet. No, neither have I. I also think, I I query that perhaps we remember Aaron as the villain because she's the villain that stays around. I was going to say something very similar to that because a lot of these villain arcs have been very short where villainy is revealed and then they go home. They're the monster of the day, to put it in anime terms, in Power Ranger terms. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I did think Kara had multiple successful photos and that is not something i remembered about her yeah. and i was a little surprised i didn't find more about her modeling after this because she actually seemed to me like one of those people i was and maybe i missed it you know i she went know. back to costa rica and worked on that farm or something more castration <laughs> and if you think we castrate yeah, no 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 please <laughs> you started the sentence <laughs> you should rate review and subscribe to this podcast we love hearing from you your hot takes your iced tea 
drink, drink. You can also reach out to us at podleadum.com or email us at podleadum at gmail.com. We love them. It's on the whole a great experience. JW, did you want to talk about all the Rachel emails? Oh, yeah. I've got a lot of them. I don't have all the names right in front of me, but let me tell you right now, I everyone probably knows that I almost forgot to research Rachel. (laughs) And a lot of you DM'd, emailed, reached out, all polite, all nice, all cool. Mostly saying like that she was in this 2014-2015 music video, finding little things here and there with Rachel. It's all very interesting stuff. I'll probably go over a lot of it in like a future mailbag episode so I can collect all the people that said it. Mm. Uh, but thank you. I did, even if I didn't get a chance to respond yet to yeah. you, I've Shout read out them to the all. Rachel Hive. Yeah. We've never, we've had plenty of people who've been like, hey, here's this one fun thing you missed about this person or something, whatever. And that's always fun. But like people came hard for Rachel in a way that made me smile because she didn't get treated very nicely on this show. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Come say hello on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. Give me Rachel updates on Twitter at JW Crump. <laughs> and be sure to use the hashtag Podleadum and where is Rachel whenever you do <laughs> so that we can find. Where is she? Where is Rachel? For Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. <laughs>